This is the Daniel Alonzo Wealth on the Beach podcast. I'm a 20-year entrepreneur, investor, and business coach. I've spoken in front of over 300,000 people and been featured in Success Magazine. I became a millionaire at 24. I saved a million dollars in cash by age 28. And I am going to personally help you get totally, absolutely financially independent by creating massive passive income. Join me now. So welcome everybody to Wealth on the Beach with Daniel Alonzo. This is our brand new podcast. So excited to be with you today. Hey, look, all I want to say is we do this podcast because we want to help you get financially independent by building massive passive income. And, uh, and look, forever this, this podcast is going to be free uh, because we want to make sure everybody gets on board and stays excited about uh, achieving some financial freedom uh, for, for themselves and their families. And look, all I ask from you is do me a favor. Go share it with a couple of people. Share it with somebody. Go out and, and, and find somebody that needs to hear this. Look, I got a phenomenal guest on today. His, he, this is the judge, guy. I'm telling you. He is the judge. This is, uh, I'm going to welcome right now, Judge Graham. This guy is a serial entrepreneur. Uh, what a stud, man. I've known him for, for quite a while, and uh, I just can't, I can't tell him how excited and, and inspired I am uh, by him. And uh, he's got a brand new book out, Scale with Speed. We're going to talk a little bit more about that later. And uh, this guy's built some amazing, amazing businesses. He's a rock star. Uh, been following him for quite a while now. And look, this guy's been on Bloomberg, Market Watch, Yahoo Finance, CNBC, The Washington Post. And this dude wants to get business owners to think bigger. Listen to me. Y'all are, a lot of you are entrepreneurs, business owners, small business owners. You all want to scale your business faster. And if that's you, pay attention because this dude's going to tell you how to do it today. So what's up, Mr. Graham? How are you, dude? Boom. What an intro. I love that. I love it. Yeah, no, I actually got my uh, Think Bigger Conquer Fast T on, right? So the light bulb is Think Bigger. And the swords are conquer faster. And that's a, that's a core philosophy for me, Daniel. You know, so many businesses need to think bigger. And more importantly, they need to conquer faster. And so I'm on a mission to inspire people to be more positive, more productive, and to be more profitable in their businesses. Well, hey, man, I, I just, I'm inspired by you and, uh, you know, your whole th thought process about scaling faster and building quicker with speed, to me, is the key. Because so many people, they spend so much of their life trying to be successful. And the reason why they fail year after year after year is because they don't have the right tools. They don't yeah. have the right information. You're the guy that's going to give us that information today. So, dude, uh, you know, tell me, man, how'd you get started in business? How old were you when you first uh, started thinking about going in business? Ever since a young age. I mean, I remember being in the second grade, Daniel, and my mother was an art teacher. And she sold, um, or she didn't sell. She got these really cool, colorful, like, pencils. So, I got a box of pencils, right? So, I'm in the second grade. It's like 40 pencils. And I literally start selling these in second grade 
for two to three dollars a pencil. I'm taking all the kids' lunch money right <laughs> to sell the pencils. Awesome. And uh, I remember the uh, the uh, principal came in and she said to my, she called my mom and she said, "You got you know two things. One, you should be either really proud of your son because he's doing this, or two, we have a problem because parents are calling and complaining." Right. So I think ever since then, I was a you know little boy in second grade. I knew I wanted to uh, be in business. I knew I wanted to sell things and I knew I wanted success. But what inspired you, man? I mean, what was that, that one moment that said, man, I want to be a businessman? You know, I think there's, there's, there's several, you know, at, at that young of an age, I just knew that, you know, you need, my parents always worked hard. There were three, three jobs, you know, mom was a teacher then she'd sell t-shirts at night or they do real estate on the weekend. And so I understood you had to sell things and you had to work hard in order to buy things. You know, I remember wanting a pair of Jordans at that age and knowing, you know, my parents saying, Hey, we can't do that because they cost a hundred bucks. And so I knew that I needed money to fulfill, to get monetary things at a young age. And so when, 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 when you were a kid, I remember you tell me a story about how you were in the, you saw the Mercedes or something. Yeah. Tell us about that story, man. Yeah, I remember. I mean, I was, you know, uh, I don't remember the age, but it was young, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, somewhere around there. And I remember, you know, this is before seatbelts were a big thing, but I was sitting in front of, you know, in, in the front seat standing in my mom's Oldsmobile. And I looked to the right and there was a, you know, 500 black Mercedes Benz. And I remember going, man, mom, that is amazing. She's like, well, sweetie, only rich people drive those cars. And I was like, well, I'm going to be rich because I want that car. So you knew, man, you knew, yeah. like you had a vision of Amen. what would happen. And so, so what was your first business? What was your first real business? And kind of how did that go for you? So my first business, um, I would say it was a legitimate business was in college. So uh, last year in college, I started a web design and development company with my best friend at the time. And, you know, probably 22, 23 years old, grew that to like a million bucks, a pretty big company, right? But what happened, Daniel, and this is something you and I talk about all the time, is we didn't have recurring revenue. So it was literally project-based, dude. It was feast or famine, baby. Every day I'd get up, lace up, go sell a website, get a little cash. You know, once the website was done, get some more, and then it was over, it was a new day. So we scaled fast, but we didn't have predictability in our revenue. So we took on expenses and people and things and, and the business couldn't keep up with the financial obligations. And man, I hit a low. I had to shut the doors. I had to dig deep. I had to partner up with my wife and then start another business, which then I grew with recurring revenue in the digital marketing space and you know, the rest of the story, I grew it, sold it for multi-millions, rolled it to another business, sold that business for hundreds of millions. But the key was I didn't give up. I stayed confident in my belief in myself, right? And, 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 I, and I charged forward, right? I thought bigger and I conquered faster. But was it scary, man? I mean, to-, to Oh, be yeah, it's scary. <laughs> when you hit the rock bottom, when you-, yeah. you know, I mean, because look, there's a lot of people out there right now, Judge, that they're, man, they're salespeople. They're just trying to get their damn business. They made $500 last month. I mean, you know what? I, it's like, they're just trucking. They're, they're, yeah. they're and they, this is what pains me about, about hairstylists and real estate people and car salespeople and people that only work for commission based on their efforts. See, that's yeah. 
So, I mean, reoccur, how important is reoccurring income, dude? I mean, dude, it's, it's everything. So I know we're talking later about my current book, but I'm writing my second book, which is mastering recurring revenue. So I believe recurring revenue is it, it is absolutely key if you're going to have a real business period right? Because you need that predictability, right? When you have predictability, you know, with a 98% accuracy that this is what you're going to make in the next month, the next six months, your mindset, Daniel, your thinking, your decision processes change, right? Your ability to take on more risk changes. So your, your ability not to be stressed clears your mind to think bigger. So recurring revenues is freaking key, man. You got to have it. Well, and, and so, so how do you get that reoccurring income? I mean, what, what can somebody do? Maybe somebody that is a real estate person, how do they create reoccurring revenue for them, for themselves? So, so I believe there's three types, right? There's only three types. It, there's service-based, there's membership, and there's subscription. And I, I know that I can take any business and I can do one of those models or a multitude of those models, right? So service, think about like a, a plumber. You could come and do a, an annual maintenance contract and it's on a service contract. You know, it's, it's recurring. A membership, you know, this could be some side of coaching program where you're a part of an exclusive club. You get access to certain things. That's a recurring revenue model, right? So there's, there's, you can do it in, in anything. Give me any business and I'll give you a, a, a model how you can make recurring revenue. Well, I mean, um, uh, hairstylists or something like that. And, and, but, but, but not just for the recurring income for themselves. How could they, you know, get some dang freedom in their life? Because, I mean, they work. I mean, I see some of these people and that's why it pains me because I see they're, it's like for some reason, everybody's got this notion, this thought that, man, you got to grind it. Yeah, it's got to be every day, all day, every day. And you can't stop ever for the next 40 years. You got to work hard and give it everything, you know. And so nobody has any freedom, man. How do you get some freedom in your life? Yeah, Yeah, the games change, you know. So using the hairstylist as an example, it's a great one, right? They're they're literally freaking handcuffed, right, right, to the amount of how many hair, how many heads can I cut of hair today? Right, right. Right, that's it. So if I was a stylist, you know, what comes to mind to me is what's an ancillary thing I could sell? Shampoo. That's a great one, right? You could get on a subscription. You could get people to sell it. You could could create this passive recurring revenue stream that isn't core to your current business, but it's an ancillary complementary thing that, that, that is, right? You could rent out, you know, you're renting your own chair out to cut hair. Why don't you go rent 15 chairs out? Hallelujah. You get 15 more people to cut hair, right? Times eight hours a day. And then you don't even have to cut hair anymore. That's it. That's so, it. you know, it's, it's, it's a different mindset. And we're in a new, you know, economy now that, that rewards and expects subscriptions. Right. Amazon, Netflix, Razors. We've become a subscription recurring revenue society. So businesses need to get with the program. And so, so when you think about uh, some of the mistakes, because you know you've obviously worked 
and, and helped to lead a lot of different businesses and companies. So you saw a lot of mistakes that leaders make out there. I mean, what, what are some, because I, I teach about leadership all the time. I mean, that, yeah, that's yeah. one of my core, core focuses is to, because I believe the more leaders we have, the better society we have. Totally. The more people that can lead a group of people. And of course, it's got to be, you know, the intentions got to be pure. But if the intentions are pure, the leader's pure, the product is pure, man, society could be so much better. So what are some of the mistakes that leaders are making out there right now? You know, I, I think people, they want to be led, right? And a good leader does these things, Daniel. They're transparent, right? They clearly communicate where the, the vision of the company, where they're going, and how that individual is going to contribute to the greater cause, right? And what that does, Daniel, is that creates alignment, right? Then that creates rhythm, and then that creates accountability. And when you have that, brother, that becomes magical, right? We talk, you and I talk a lot about momentum, right? When you do those things in an organization and you create that momentum, it's a game changer. And so leaders need to do those things better. Yeah. And, and I talk about momentum all the time. I mean, momentum is precious, man. I mean, it's like momentum is like a little baby. I mean, mm -hmm. you have that little brand new baby in your arms, man. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody going to hurt that baby when you got that baby. You know what I mean? Totally. Amen. Momentum. You get momentum. You get everybody on the, you know, we, we were talking a little bit earlier about, about the rowing, the Vikings, man, and they're rowing. And you were saying, man, when they're all in alignment, when they're going, it's just freaking unbelievable because yeah. power through. I mean, I look at my business. I was just looking at numbers this morning. We have so much momentum right now. Everything is in alignment. The, 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 the you know, people are more motivated than ever. And when you have that, you got to get all that you can get, man. Amen. You cannot slow down. You cannot stop. You got to get, you would say, you got to get faster. You got to build it even faster. You got to go harder. Tell me, tell me what you think about that. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I talk a lot. You've probably heard the saying, Hey, Daniel, slow down. It's not a race. It's a marathon. Right, right. That's bad freaking advice, dude. It's a race right now. Now you got to have the right framework to be able to run, but if you're not running, you're going to lose. Like that's, that's just, that's what it is. Right. So I think it's everything, man. You, you have to be moving fast. You got to have momentum. You got to have alignment. You got to have energy and you got to bring it every freaking day. Tell me about your greatest success, man, in, in business, in business. Tell me. <clears throat> wow. Well, I think for me selling um, that second company was just, it, it, it allowed me to get this financial freedom. It was this huge financial moment for me in my life. Um, I helped, you know, make a lot of people a lot of money, which was self-fulfilling um, to me. So I think that was, you know, one of the greatest success. It was literally taking something small, building this amazing family, building this amazing culture, serving these amazing clients, you know, and then having this amazing event um, was was to me, you know, just the, the height of what I wanted to do at that time. And you know, what's interesting is, um, as you become successful, your targets, they just keep changing. You know, they don't, it's just a new target now. Right. So that's, uh, you know, a lot of people say, well, why don't you just chill out now? Or, you know, do I can't, man. I love it. I mean, business is a, is a, a sport for me and helping people is, is what I want to do, you know? 
So, so what does it feel like to be financially free, dude? I mean, what does it feel like? I mean, tell us, cause a lot of people they're, they're struggling out there right now, man. A lot of people watching this right now, man, they're like, they're, they're hurting, they're feeling pain. Like, why should I go work for the next five years and go kill it, man? I mean, how, like, what does that dream look like? Tell us about that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing. You know, a lot of people don't like to talk about money, right? And I think that's a mistake, Daniel. You know, money is not evil. It's what you do with money allows your problems to become easier. If money allows you to help people, money allows you to do a lot of things that are good, right? So, you know, I, for me, it's you adjust your lifestyle and, you know, I'm not worried about bills and, and those different things. And now I have a platform to go invest and to grow and, and to take care of family and do those things. And, and that's, that's everything, dude. I mean, that, that ability to go to sleep at night and know that is, is, is amazing, you know, and, and anybody can have that if they put the right work in, they have the right mindset, they get the right mentor, they get the right coach, and they just freaking hold themselves accountable and put in the work. And the more people that are generating revenue right? It's going to make this economy even better, right? So anybody that says money is evil, they've got it wrong. Money fuels everything, right? That's just what we are as a society. So the more, I want everybody to be successful. The more successful we are as a, as a, as a country, as a world, the better off, you know, society is. Absolutely, man. Ain't no doubt about that. And I tell people all the time, man, you will be a happier person if all your bills got paid on the first yeah. automatic draft, man, automatically you wake up on the second and whatever you make, you get to keep, you put in your pocket. That is financial freedom, man. And people, and you know, I, I'm, I'm doing this wealth on the beach club and it's really about, you know, mentoring and coaching and teaching and helping people try to, you know, get themselves to that freedom, to that yeah. place. Because most people don't have the tools necessary to get them there. We're going to help get them there as quickly as we possibly can. So, so tell us like, um, you know, just the last thing. I know we only have a couple more minutes here. But look, what I want to know from you is how important is it to be a closer, man? What does being a closer, uh, uh, you know, a stud closer mean to you? Like mastering your craft and knowing your shit. What, what does that mean to you? It's huge, right? I mean, so many people don't focus on revenue, right? Sales and revenue is the lifeblood of every organization. And, and I believe any individual from the person that answers the phone to the CEO, to the sales, to marketing, to operations should spend 75% of their day on revenue generating activities, right? And I actually have a platform. It's called the Money Sheet. You fill it out, you do six to eight top priorities that day that get you closer to your revenue targets. So closing for me is, is everyone in the organization, right? When people think about closing, Daniel, it's usually, hey, I gotta go close a sale, right? But what you're not thinking about is, hey, I've got a pissed off customer, I've gotta close them on not leaving, right? That's a close. Right. I've got a current customer that I could grow organically, that's a close. And then I've got new customers that I need to be bringing in and closing. So the whole life cycle of business is one big close. Right. It's just at different stages. And so people that don't focus on how do you create human personal relationships is key, right? Because we're in, a, we're in a, an economy now 
that doesn't give a shit about brands anymore. People don't care about brands, right? It's more about experience, what their peers are thinking, and that level of service that you're gonna get is, is why you win in these deals. And the people that know how to close understand that personal connection and, and, and take the time to do that to win the close. And is closing, is, is really closing about number one relationships and, and asking questions? I mean, how important is it to be a, to, to have a presentation that really creates a lot of question uh, for that client? How important is that? I think it's, it's super important. You know, I, I talk a lot about, you know, the best presentations are when you shut up and listen. When you, when you ask the right questions and then you shut up and listen. You know, non-effective salespeople just sit there and run their mouth, right? You've got to know what are the right questions to ask, listen, and then respond when appropriate because you're selling a pain. You're, you're going to solve a pain, right? If you're not listening and asking to uncover that pain, how can you solve it? So quit running your mouth, ask the right questions, identify the pain, and then solve it and you win. That's beautiful, 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 man. Tell me about your wife. Tell me about your kids. Tell me about your life, man. What, <laughs> what, 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 tell me about partnership, man. Tell me about your partnership with your wife, some roles that you might have, and what, what's life like, man? Graham. My wife's amazing, right? She's been, uh, we've been married now 11 years and total rock, total supporter um, of, of, of my journey in business, you know? So, um, she's been with me at the lowest low and, and at the highest high, and you know nothing's changed for us. I think what's important, Daniel, is is communicating, right? Just in general, whether it's a business partner, whether it's your 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 life partner, it's having clear communication in alignment on what you guys are going to do, what sacrifices have to be made, and if you're willing to do those sacrifices, be aligned because when it's hard, brother, and you know this, it's hard, right? And you got to have a partner that's aligned and willing to do those sacrifices when things are tough to, you know, be, you know, happy and rewarded when things are great. It's awesome, man. Well, well, it looks like you guys are have an amazing partnership and you guys, I mean, really, I mean, today is awesome, man. I mean, th this has been an fantastic uh, podcast. I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about building teams here. We're talking about leadership. We're talking about sales. We're talking about partnership. And uh, man, I, I can't tell you how excited I am uh, to be a part of this uh, with yeah. this journey with you, man. Um, you know, tell us about Scale with Speed and why we need to buy it, man. Tell yeah, me. man, look at it. Look how beautiful this book is. Awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, so I'm super excited. Um, the publisher is Morgan James. It's my first book, but I've already gotten amazing feedback. And they're saying it's like one of the best business books in, in this generation. So that's pretty cool, right? So the whole thing is, it's, it's, a, it's a practitioner's guide, right? I'm a, I'm a real guy that's done this. This isn't some academic bullshit book. This is in the trenches, how to get shit done and how to grow a profitable business fast, right? So speed is a formula, Daniel. It's uh, S is start with your end game. P is pick your niche. E is execute with speed. The other E is energize your culture. And then D is dominate your top priorities. And so this framework 
has actual supplemental things you can download, you can fill out. I teach people how to build a one page and attack conquer plan. I teach people how to make decisions. I teach people how to get their teams aligned in rhythm, accountable, focused. It's just, it's, it's awesome. And I teach people how to build world-class cultures, empower their people to create momentum. So, and then I take that and I tell you how to dominate your priorities, man, which is revenue. How do you get your whole team spending 75% of their time on revenue generating activities? And then you start to see speed, you see scale, you see profitability, and you see momentum. That's what the book's about. Hey, let, let, let me tell you something. Everything you talked about, especially for the, the, the people that I know in business, every single one of them need to know how to do those exact same things that you just talked about right now, man. So I'm telling you, there's no question. Look, my, my book's already on its way. I got it is. already. It's already in the mail. It's on its way. And so, look, man, just to kind of close out, uh, you know, thank you again for, for being on. I just want everybody to know that I'm doing an event with Tim Story this Sunday yeah. night in Pasadena, California. If you are in Pasadena, California, figure out a way. Go to Tim Story. Uh, dot com forward slash live and you could get your ticket there. Um, I don't even know if there's any tickets left to, to be quite honest, but uh, go check it out and see if you can still get a ticket. It's going to be apps. It's, it's, you know, as far as I know, it's pretty much about sold out. So it's going to be an incredible event of inspiration and hope and information to help you take your life to that next level. Um, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're still signing up people for Wealth on the Beach Club. Uh, so we've gotten a huge, great response for the Wealth on the Beach Club. Uh, check out my new website, alonzoacademy.com. Uh, we're going to be posting a lot more content on there in the coming uh, weeks and, and months. And as always, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. There's nothing more that I love to do than help people get their wealth on the beach, man. I, I've been able at a young age, 28 years old, I was financially independent, had saved a million dollars in cash. I've been financially free since I was 28. Today, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit older than that. But, but you look good, but, but I'm financially free and that's the key. And I want you to get your freedom, your wealth on the beach, your goals and your dreams and your desires. I want to help you accomplish those things. So hook up with me, uh, hook up with judge Graham and let's go change the world. Uh, let's dream bigger than ever and let's do it now. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Thanks brother.